you have an intro? No, I, I uh, I'm, I'm really bad at the intros. Okay. It's it usually well. This could be the intro. This could be the intro. It usually involves. We could we could uh you know leap back and when we think of a good intro and, uh. then, and then we uh oh can do that. Welcome. Ooh, topical topical Welcome reference to why do people like time travel? A Whovian. Whovian. Uh. <laughs> what is it? Super Who Lock. Was that like a Doctor Who reference? Yeah. Mister Who. Supernatural the Sherlock. Who? Doctor Bob Who, <laughs> the the fuck the three the three elements wow of which all media is composed. Okay, no, this is why people like anime, a podcast where two people who don't watch a lot of anime watch a lot of anime. I'm Julie. I'm John. And this week we watch. We are ahead of schedule, baby. Yeah, this is our first uh, Saturday night uh, recording. <laughs> I know, and thank God you remembered. John yeah. is John is leaving. For a little trip tomorrow. Heading back to my native land of San Francisco. He's going home for the first time in over over a year and a half or something. Yeah, almost two years. Almost two years. So he's going to go pet his cats. I'll be joining him later this week. Yeah. We're going to have a guest next week. And we'll have a guest next week. More on that next week. Yeah. We've been working on the merch. Yep. Uh, Hopefully we will have that in time. For Christmas, I think we'll be. I think we'll have it way ahead of that. So you can buy some T-shirts and hat, hat. <laughs> yeah, singular. <laughs> Got for your anime friends and family. I will. I will just. I don't know if this is even a disclaimer, but a, a comment I've gotten from you know showing a couple of friends like the prototypes is that they were like, "How does this relate to the podcast?" It's not. It's it's loose. It's not. The idea is just like sort of inspired by stuff we are into as the podcast hosts in the sense of yeah they're not they're not podcast merchandise really it's not like me- it's like we've been watching anime and this is like what we've made from it yeah it's like julian john's uh clothing line they're kind of mash mashups you know they are very very much so but uh so that's all you get although that's i do feel like teaser. i feel like a couple of your uh illustrations for like the episodes could do really well as like a shirt or stickers you or can stickers. find a lot of them on my shop which we'll be selling the merch on uh if you go to kill her instincts on etsy we're going to use that to soft launch all of the stuff yeah and but, the stickers but yeah it might it might be worth uh seeing like one of the shirts and and doing like a i don't know we can talk offline we could but this week we watched the girl who leapt through time. Leapt, leaped, leaped through time. Leaped. This has been on our list for a long time. Long <laughs> time. Ooh, pop the pop the recorder with that one. <laughs> and Popsky. It's one that I've been trying to find, and we finally got it. Finally got it. Uh, like in full version. Full version. <laughs> so we don't have to like cut it up and watch it in sections or something in beautiful 720p we're almost we've almost completed the mamoru hosada collection i think i think uh we've got summer wars uh like there's one like wolf boy right and then he has a new one out oh right i forgot about the latest yeah i think it's called bell right 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 right, right yeah right. from his uh his shit talking uh 
publicity tour. <laughs> trying to trying to dog on old man Miyazaki. You think allegedly? Well, that yeah, that's allegedly. That, that's that's my. Uh, I I mean I don't know. Like if you're if you're a creator, you gotta you gotta like stir some shit up every once in a while. Do you? Even if like you're like an. I mean, old, you really don't have to. Even if you're like an old master of, like like uh, Paul McCartney, every once in a while will like say some shit. <laughs> Just to, just well, to, I think that's just because he's older. I think when you get older, you, you sort of throw caution to the wind. Yeah, don't you think? But I mean, like even even Beetle Paul is Beetle Paul is is saying some some uh, rough he's, things. He's not an angel. Come on. What? <laughs> Can't call him Beetle Paul. Anyway, <laughs> can we talk about the movie we watched? Uh, yeah, we watched the girl who leapt through time. Runtime of ninety three minutes. <laughs> oh, my <God. laughs> oh my god! That's, that's my favorite. Uh, this is his sort of like first feature, though. This is like his his. This is who the fuck I am movie. Yeah, exactly. Because he did the Digimon shorts, uh, which we covered in our Digimon episode. Right. And he did a, he did a One Piece movie too. Okay, but this was his first like. This I, is this is what I'm about. Unless the One Piece license somehow gave him a, a surprising amount of creative leeway, I would imagine that this is the first time he's truly been able to do something that he was like 100% interested in. Was this before or after Digimon? After. You're sure? Yeah. Oh, okay. This is like 2005. Okay, okay. Runtime of 93 minutes. Oh, Boy and the Beast is the one you're thinking about. The beast Boy. No, boy and the beast. Boy, boy, a boy and his beast. Lady and the tramp. A boy <laughs> and his blob. That, uh, that's a game, right? I don't know. Huh. Unfamiliar. Um, a boy and his gun. I thought this movie was going to be way more emotional than it was. Yeah, I was. Uh, I was preparing for like your name levels of emotion this is like intensity this is like proto your name yeah totally this this like set the this is had a weirdly similar story to your name right in in a in i mean just in the sense of temporal shifting and stuff as well as like kind of a you know a couple slash like i think there's like like a low-key love triangle in your name that gets squashed and then you sort of realize who the two if i recall i could be i can't remember um, uh, but this movie is about a teenage girl who discovers that she can time travel by leaping into the air. Yep. And she discovers this by almost dying, almost dying and crash and like by crashing into a train on her bike and she gets flung into the air and then wakes up in her bed. Yeah. And she consults with her mysterious aunt character who we'll witchy get into aunt. her witchy aunt who sh- who i think is more important than uh than it lets on very much so and she's like oh you must be time leaping yeah she was like very chill about it and so you know fun ensues you know because it's like oh we're we're having chicken noodle soup for dinner i want stir fry and just goes back to tuesday and has stir fry i i uh i applaud this movie for having the bulk of the time travel be for just totally like frivolous yeah like fun things just like like getting it like scoring scoring well on a test sleeping in yeah 
Um, and then she goes back to her aunt and she's like, this is great. Love it. And then her aunt is like, yeah, as long as you're not hurting anybody. Ha ha. As long and as then, no one's suffering from your power. And she's like, no. That would never happen. That would never happen. There's no way something I do has some kind of consequence. Yeah. She's like, it sounds like you're just doing it for fun stuff. So that's good. But as long as you're not changing other people's uh, <laughs> lives. lives and trajectory. Emotions and who they love. Yeah. But then, you know maybe some of the things that she changed to better her own day are starting to have consequences for other people in her lives. They are. Yeah, before we, I guess, before we really dive in, because that's pretty, that's like... That's sort of the, the titular moment of the movie. Yeah. Um, how did you feel about the movie's use of time travel? Did you find it to be... Refreshing. Refreshing? Yes. You know what I'm sick of is the concept of or i'm not sick of it but i'm glad that this movie didn't do the thing where it's like oh you traveled back in time but you're also back in time oh like she would be like, like that she would, she see would herself. encounter herself oh yeah. i see like uh, i feel like that's always the discussion in time travel like in not to bring up fucking harry potter again but like in harry potter it's like as long as you don't see yourself you're good but it's like no she's just she's just waking up back in that time what happens if you see yourself time traveling in harry potter uh it's like oh if you see yourself you'll go mad hmm. like interesting nothing good happens to witches that meddle with time or whatever yeah like that's the whole point is like that's a no that's a don't see yourself that's something i haven't thought about like in in time travel movies it's always like the uh or like bill and ted when they encounter i mean i guess bill and ted is like a it's an okay one because they only encounter each other like at a couple, like I think only just like one time. Right. Except in the new one where it's like they're they're kind of chasing themselves, but right. That's a but story it's the same day. logic in um, like Avengers Endgame and all oh, that. Yeah. That like if you go back, then suddenly there's two of you, you know. So doing yeah, doing separate sort of things. There's future you in the past, and then you in the past. Right. But in this. If she goes back in time, she just goes right to where she. She was. just goes back to where she was then. Yeah. So it's like it's like a singular line that's not really broken. She's just skipping along it. I like you the know? way the, I like the way that he and I guess like he's big on time travel because like, although I guess it, it's interesting in the Digimon movie in the second segment where they go into the internet, it's almost like the same look as mm-hmm. the sort of time travel world mm-hmm. that uh makoto falls into yeah it's all white and there's like gears operating in the background with like a a huge i guess like a ring of like a looks like a like a digital clock Hmm. um they look like saturn's like rings like spinning or something Hmm. interesting um but it's interesting like hisoda's later i mean the the other time travel film of his we watched was mirai and that's that sort of does what you say but from like a different perspective of like like a little kid seeing his older self in the future. Yeah. So it's it's like a it's a kind of observation where like there's no way he'll have an effect, but like right. it's just sort of like passive in that and sort of experiences time in that in that sense. Right, exactly. Yeah. It's a you know, I like this movie because it's not like it's not like explaining time travel to me. Yeah. It's like just accept the rules of like the story it's um not not even the universe just the story (laughs) yeah totally it uh 
I feel like the movie really takes into consideration just like the cons, like as I, I guess as obvious as it is, it just takes into consideration like what time is in, in the sense mm-hmm. of, you know, the time we have with others, the time we spend with people mm-hmm. as opposed to just using time travel as like this plot mechanic. It's really about like, you know, the, the time that you spend with your friends and get to know people mm-hmm. and sort of, you know, have people interact with one another because uh i don't know if we want to get into this but like she encounters someone else who is able to travel through time Mm -hmm. and they come back and uh and they get kind of caught at like they're originally going to go back to their original time but they're having such a a a good time uh (laughs) back you know hanging out with these these people uh, they met and wow you're doing a good job (laughs) <laughs> like not really spoiling it <laughs> well i don't yeah i don't really i mean i would say so I, I was reading a little bit after we finished watching about like theories about this movie and a lot of people think that her aunt is her which i kind of don't agree with uh, uh... so i read up on it and this movie was is sort of a loose um like sequel to a book that was written like in the 50s or something. Oh, wow. Like a while ago. Um, That's kind of cool. And it's not like a straight retelling, but it, because I think the book is more of a Groundhog's Day type type of thing, which yeah. has been done over and over again. So at least they've taken this concept and and changed it enough so it's not just Groundhog Day. Yeah. Um, but it, that's what the book is about. Sort of she keeps reliving the same day. The movie started off very Groundhog Day because she... I mean, she you, did. She was like, "I'm gonna do the same day over." <laughs> like, I'm gonna do this again one. And again. Yeah, the, the day that you see happen at first is the uh, viewer. Right. This movie is really funny. It is. Yeah. In 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 a way, I like because I don't re- like I don't remember like Wolf Children or Mariah being this funny. Right. Mariah was like a little funny, and but like Wolf Children felt like so serious. There were some fun parts in that. There were some fun parts, and like you know, I, I would say uh, it. It fell on the side of like joyous, right? Over this, this had like comedy bits. But just to finish my point, though, is Sorry. that the the theory is that the aunt in the this movie is the the main protagonist of the book. Oh, yeah, that's cool. So, and it doesn't make sense that she would be like an older version of Makoto because that just doesn't really fall into like anything. the logic of. But it's kind of like sh- her aunt had the same storyline with like the two boys and yeah. understanding what time leaping is. Yeah, and I, I don't want to spoil what I think the movie's about, but yeah, I just took it to mean that, or I just took her character to to sort of be like a va- like is vaguely aware of it, but you know, I, I think I like to Soda's decision to not. Uh, sort of make her too present in the movie just sort of guiding the 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 movie where it needs to be like it you know just like at a couple key moments as opposed to her being like a kind of over overrepresented presence i guess yeah we'll return to her i don't want to get into it just yet <laughs> this movie also remind i i thought well, i mean we'll we'll talk about you know the ending in a bit but like i, I really thought this was going to go in like a donnie darko situation oh really where things just kept getting worse and worse well she she time travels and her her time traveling has an effect on people and eventually she has to like sacrifice herself in some way mm-hmm. 
which doesn't happen. So that's a spoiler. She does not. There's no real sacrifice in this movie. Right. But I, there's I, no like nobody actually dies. Yeah, no one. No one actually <laughs> dies. There's a lot of. Uh, there's a lot of moments where it seems like it is, and it's like really sad. That's what I mean. Like this movie didn't like cross over into like that sort of tragic pain that movies can go into. Yeah, where you're you're uh experiencing like the most heightened emotions <laughs> all of a sudden anime is uh it's re- i feel like i mean i'm, I'm sort of starting to like see it but it's like anime is really good at the uh uh the sort of you have like a you can see the the bad thing coming and yeah. it really you know once you realize it like the anime like really kind of like slowly chugs towards it and it's like a very emotional um like in that movie a silent voice where you know like the character there, yeah, once you realize what's like really happening, it becomes crushing. Yeah. <laughs> or but I would say this movie is more like the emotional nature of life. Oh yeah. Which isn't doesn't like maybe it'll make you well up a little bit at like the thinking about it. I definitely I shed a couple tears throughout the film. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah, but it it wasn't like it wasn't like we were sobbing at the end of it. No, I, I the, the one thing Which I has happened before in this house. <laughs> the one thing I will say is I don't know what it was about it, but I feel like this movie really captured crying in a way better way than most other anime. Yeah, M- Makoto definitely cries very hard at certain points, and it seems very real <laughs> it seems very real because it's like she only cries i think twice in the movie and they're both like your, your empathy kicks in <laughs> your empathy really kicks in and it just like holds on her crying for like what feels like you know like a, a good minute or 30 seconds or something like that but she's really crying and it's like really emotionally like devastating yeah, kudos to the voice actor because that's not easy <laughs> yeah i mean i feel like y- you know Fake crying can border on ridiculous. Crying is a very, I think, a tricky thing to have in an animation. Yeah. I feel like in the Pixar films, there's a lot of crying and it's always a little emotionally manipulative. Right. It's like when there's other characters crying on the screen, it's almost like the writers are signaling you, okay, viewer, your turn to cry. (laughs) This is where you cry. cry. (laughs) This is a sad moment. Now we have to cry for Woody's girlfriend or whatever <laughs> but like uh <laughs> the toys are in the inferno <laughs> oh the toys the toys are in the inferno or I feel like that was like the the cry bait <laughs> oh no woody's going on his own right um but like uh no it, it's it, it it's just it's cry it, it's like this is what this character is going through and she's really fucking she's real, sad about she's a teenager and she's realizing her, her real feelings her real her real feelings and what seems like an irrevocable uh i had some hard cries as a teenager situation that she caused yeah i guess i, I don't i don't recall any like major cries as like a kid i had some hard i had some intense cries the hardest because y- your brain like doesn't know how to process some sometimes yeah and it results in like these kind of wailing cries you know i don't know why but i think the most like intense cry session i can remember is uh 
after watching uh, Mysterious Skin. Mm. Just something something about that movie. It just everything Trip, tripped your brain wires. It just it just fucking killed me. Yeah. Like I don't think I could watch it again. No. <laughs> it was just so intense and just so so sad. Yeah. That's what I mean. Some movies are like, whew. You can't watch too it much. again. Can't like will not revisit because it's just crushing. Whereas this is something I could watch again for sure. This is, it, yeah, this movie was surprisingly light. Like I I think I think proto your name is a good. <laughs> descriptor because i i think uh i i forget the creator of your name uh I'll look it up if you want to look it up but i feel like they sort of saw what this movie did and and they're like you know what I, I think you can i think you can twist the dagger a little deep uh, a little more <laughs> into the emotional part you're like this time travel is not intense enough uh, Makoto, funny enough, Makoto Shinkai it's was the director. Is it? Let's see. <laughs> nope. Click the wrong thing. Interesting. Uh, nope. Oh, it's a guy's name too? Yeah. Huh. Makoto's the main character in this film that we just watched. Makoto is also the, I, I think it's like, I guess it's a common name because it's a, uh, it's the character in Love Hina, mm. the uh, warrior right. girl. <laughs> Side note: Do you think? Um, do you think there's like a trepidation of naming anime characters like certain names after like a big movie has named them something? I don't think so. Like there's still like there's still a lot of anime that name their character like Akira mm. and Shinji. Right. But it is like kind of an interesting. I wonder how many like people named their kids Akira and Shinji and yeah, you know what I mean. Do you think it's okay for uh, an American family to name their kid Akira? Yeah, why not? I mean, I'm, I I should say an American white family. <laughs> yeah, sure. Sure. All right. Fair. I don't just know. wondering. Just wondering. I mean, I don't really have a stance on it either, but I. Uh, I I I I don't know if I should I'm not going to go full into this but I feel like we're going to hit a point as a civilization where everything is just everything coagulated everything is just coagulated <laughs> so like I don't know I don't, I don't know why I said coagulated I think I was thinking of do you ever watch that thing as a kid it was like uh what was it called Amer it was a uh, who did like I'm just a bill or whatever I'm just a bill. Like the songs, those like those like Schoolhouse Rock sound. Yeah, Schoolhouse yeah, Rock. Yeah, Schoolhouse Rock. <laughs> and there was one about like a melting pot or something, and it's like everybody's like mixing the melting pot of yeah. America. I was thinking of that, like coa coagulated. What was uh, what was the what was that thing we Slime. watched? Where they they did that parody, and I couldn't stop laughing. What parody? Parody <laughs> of what? <laughs> of like the Schoolhouse Rock. It was like uh. I think it was The Simpsons, and it was um, it yes. was it was repealing the Constitution, <laughs> so that way it was illegal to burn. It was illegal to burn flags. <laughs> yeah, that was <laughs> The Simpsons. Yeah, that <laughs> it was like they had to watch it like as a class. Yeah, yeah. And they fucking man. man. I wonder if they still show those those films. I don't know. 
They might be outdated at this point. Yeah. If you don't know what we're talking about, just look up Schoolhouse Rock. I have on this YouTube. like I don't even know if it's like a fantasy, but like I have this like daydream of like a a a substitute teacher coming in a class and throwing on some movie that's like, <laughs> <laughs> like sort of like vaguely connected to what they're like what the class subject is, but also like wildly inappropriate. Mm. Like uh <laughs> like like, like putting on um what was that movie you brought up yesterday species or whatever oh yeah species it's like putting on species in like anatomy class or something <laughs> yeah like, like, like putting on yeah, putting on like like rambo during like history right yeah or or, or no, specifically like strike commando like a like a horrible mm. horrible movie i remember mm. um did you did you like watch a lot of movies in high school i feel like probably I remember um, this teacher I really liked. Uh, the senior year, end of her class, she put on Annie Hall. Um, I guess, you know, it was like a last day thing. But no one gave a fuck about the movie. Like, we were all just, like, like talking and, and fucking yammering. And she, like, started crying because it was, like, her favorite movie. And, oh, like, my God. She, I mean, this teacher cried at, like, everything. Oh, okay. Like, she, she cried during my performance of uh, Hamlet. Oh. <laughs> I lo- like I love her. She was like my favorite. She she just had strong just, feelings. Just had a, had strong feelings. Aww. But I, I think <laughs> I just it was just like really sad. I remember like did I, everyone like stop talking and No, we didn't notice till like the end. Oh. Yeah. That's a bummer. I mean, I remember like being like, man, this movie's fucking boring. <laughs> oh, <laughs> like, God. Like really being a dickhead yeah, about it. Yeah, never bring your uh Never bring things you care about into a into a high school. Into a high school because you gotta you gotta prepare for everyone to fucking shit on it. I had some teachers who were like, "This is the best," and nobody cared. Yeah, man. I feel like I don't know. I think there's some media that it's it's not it's not a, a matter of like whether or not you're uh like old whether or not like you can handle like the subject matter. Like, can a 17 year old handle gore? Probably. Mm. But can a 17-year-old handle interpersonal relationships in a big movie? Mm. I would say most teenagers probably not. I mean, even, like, most adults, like, you know, like, fucking Lady Bird right. didn't sell as many movie tickets as, like, Star Wars. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, so it's, it's one, I don't know, it's one of those things where it's, like, I don't, I don't know if... It takes if, a particular kind of audience. Yeah. Mm. Um, can we... Girl Left Through Time, does that... Do you think this is like a, a universal appeal anime? Mm, I'm going to say no. Because I think we should talk about the ending now. Okay. Because I've got a lot of thoughts about it, I Let's guess. So, spoilers ahead. She... Uh, her best... One of her friends, she's like one of three friends. Her friend, Chia- Chiaki... Chiaki uh asks her out and she panics and jumps back in time to see if she can get him to not ask her out but she keeps running it she keeps it keeps happening no matter what she does this is a pivotal moment in her life obviously um and eventually she avoids it by avoiding like literally walking away but this is sort of the beginning of the sort of tragedies that ensue of her trying to change people's lives like to get people to date each other or to get people to not get hurt 
you know? Yeah. It's, she tries to put people together, but then, you know, the manner in which that two characters might get together, I mean, specifically her other friend, uh, her other friend Kosuke, mm-hmm. Kosuke, Kosuke, um, she gets him together with his other girl. I think it's Miyuki. Um, yeah, this like shy girl who this, who can barely approach him. Who can barely approach him. In the original story, she approaches him with her friends, and he turns her down. Yeah, right. And but this, and this time she sets she like sets up a meet cute where like he like falls on her. Right. And she like sprains her ankle, so he decides to like take her to go see. His dad, His dad is like a, a doctor, doctor. Uh, and that puts that puts them on her bike that is barreling down the hill. Is, the brakes are broken. With broken brakes. Yeah, and then there, they hit the train. She also realizes at a certain point that she's got some number on her arm, so she's like, "Oh, ninety. That's weird." And then it's really nine. No, it's ninety at the beginning. And then I think it's, it's thirty. Nine. No, no, she, once she noticed it's at 90, because she does a lot of jumps at a certain point. <laughs> I thought, to, it was, to I thought she was looking at it, like, the wrong way and then realizes that... No, it's it's at 90, then it's at 30. She's, she's using it. She's using her jumps quite a lot. Yeah, that's true. When, when she first realizes there's a number on her arm. And then once she realizes that she put her friend's in harm's way specifically in harm's way that was initially intended for her yeah uh she realizes she's out of jumps because she uses her last jump to skip chiraki asking her out again but right when the movie seems to be hitting a moment of ultimate tragedy of these two people dying in a train crash before before you go into that i want to say that the way that the they animated that Mm. where uh kosuke and the shy girl are like flying and Mm. she's like holding on to him Mm -hmm. that really broke my heart yeah just just the scene like the the scene of her arm like around him before they uh get hit by the train hit by the train it was you know it's there's like all these like like little touches i think that get added through Hisoda's films that that sort of you know paint the overall yeah like just a shot of like a yellow light or there's the shot of like the sign that's that's like a road sign but it's pointing in two directions yeah and it's like you either go this direction or that it's very good at pointing out the kind of every moments the every yeah the little moments and like kind of like the everyday details that really um I don't know they're affecting they're affecting but it's revealed that Chiraki Chiaki. Chiaki, sorry, was the original time traveler. It's from the future. He uh, he uh, freezes time and says that he used his last jump to fix the train crash that happened. Yeah. But now he's in huge trouble because he can't get back to his time. Which is like, ah, oh, nice little twist, right? Yeah, not not expecting it at all. Didn't didn't see it coming. Didn't know that's where we were going. Well, it's sort of. I mean, at first, um, so Makoto thinks that you know her friend or Kosuke avoided the train crash, mm. so she calls 
Chiaki mm-hmm. kind of talk a little bit. You know, she, I think she sort of decides like, you know what, I'm going to go for this relationship. Maybe I'm going to get closer to Chiaki. But then he asks her, "Have have you been time leaping at all?" Mm-hmm. In which, in, and then she uses that final. It's sort of ambiguous. Yeah, and then and then she uses that final time leap to avoid that conversation. Mm. Using time leaps to avoid conversations does not seem to pan not, out not well. Not useful use of time leaps. <laughs> Sometimes you just have to have a difficult conversation. Yeah, she keeps trying to avoid the subject. Um, but anyway, so her and Chiaki are in this uh, frozen time space. Yeah, and he's sort of revealing everything about why he came back in time to see this painting, but then he was really enjoying his time in this era. And he starts talking about, like, seeing how much sky there is and, uh, you know, playing baseball because baseball doesn't exist in the future and everything seems so... It sounds like he's from some, like, post-apocalyptic like way future it sounds a lot it sounds way different than what the modern existence is yeah i'm saying like he's from a whole different like era but i don't even i mean i feel like i feel like this movie he's not from 50 years in the future i kind of i kind of took it to be like not that far in the future i think i'm taking it to be like he's from way far in the future i mean like if you're if we went back to like 1952 in New York City, like, and you went to like Central Park, like the whole, like the, the buildings, I guess so, yeah. the buildings around, like you would still be able it's to like ambiguous. see the sun. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Now, if you go to Central Park, like there's just so many fucking high rises that like you can't, right? You can't see around you. Well, it's unclear how far in the future he's from. Right. But there's some time trigger. So he he ends up being like. I don't know. He disappears. Yeah. I think it's like the time police come come and get him because he told somebody from the past about, you know, he broke the prime objective or whatever. Right. What is it in Star Trek? Yeah, the prime directive. Prime directive. Yeah, you never. You can't tell people from the past about the future. You can't. You can't impact someone. Uh, uh, a society or cultures. A developing. Yeah, they're life technological. Form. Um, so we ever watched the movie primer no it's like i think that's like the most convoluted time travel movie ever Mm, really it's i don't want time travel to be more convoluted (laughs) than it already is let me see if i can pull up the uh but she realizes that because chiaki went back in time she still has her time skip that she used up on the conversation and all of a sudden, she's got one more time skip left. And she uses it to go back. Way back. To the beginning, basically. This is the... Uh, when she initially fell on the walnut or whatever the little device was that caused her to... Yeah, right at the beginning of the movie. Yeah. This is the uh, timeline and primer. Oh, Jesus. Yeah. It's kind of like Inception, where like if you don't, if you don't understand what's happening man you're gonna get lost real fast you know what this is this is gonna this is me i'm gonna apologize in advance to anyone who likes inception or didn't understand what was going on but like i remember seeing inception in the theater and walking out and then like reading all of like the stuff online about people not getting and and just thinking then as like a 16 year old like 
if you couldn't follow this, you're a fucking idiot. <laughs> like you are the dumbest stop. motherfucker God, ever. If you could not God. understand what was happening in Inception, stop it. It's like <laughs> stop. It's, it's like it's like treating like aliens as like sci-fi. God. Oh my god. I'm I'm sorry. Like I I, I it's just it's not like a great it's not like a great movie. You know. No, it's and I, it's not I mean, like a movie that's gonna get passed down. That might have been one of the first uh, like instances of me getting def- uh, maybe low key contrarian. Right. Because I remember all of like the Matrix comparisons. Mm, you and, were like this is nothing like the Matrix. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I thought the Matrix <laughs> the Matrix was way better and just like on Matrix is way better. <laughs> Like the only the only things I liked about Inception were the motorcycle stunt, right? Which was like real, and then like when they're in like the hallway. Yes, I was gonna say the <laughs> o- the only reason I remember people talked about Inception was because they filmed that hallway scene. That hallway like, scene rocks, like on like a cranking hallway yeah. that they could move, like like El- like original practical Elm Street effect. style. Yeah, practical effects. Yeah. Anyway. Sorry, I, I I feel like I keep doing. Uh, sides it's okay but yeah the uh she she goes back to the original time yes and she basically tells him everything that happened she was like i know who you are and i know this is yours she's got the walnut (laughs) time device and she goes you know i'm going to make sure that painting survives yeah. She was like, I'm going to do my everything I can to make sure the painting survives. And here it comes. Here's what I think the point of the movie is. So she's like, I, you have to go back to your time. Like, yeah, it's time. You get, you get, you, it's your final leap. Just get out of here. Yeah. You should go. And she's like, but is it, you know, is there anything you want to say to me? He's like, watch out where you're going. <laughs> She's like, what the she's fuck? Like, she's like, she's realized that she really likes this get this guy at this point. Yeah. But she also, I, and you know, he he's like walks off, and we're like, is that gonna be it? And it's like a long hold, and he comes back and says, you know, I'll wait for you. Basically, gives her a little little hug. No, he tells he tells her to. Uh, wait for him or yeah something, something. Along those I, lines. Forget, I forget what the exact it's very like I'll see you later <laughs> I'll see you soon I'll, I will see you in 20 years yeah but um if I can harken back to my aside about the aunt she tells a story about her lost love when she was in high school and that they always talked about that how they would meet up someday and never did yeah and they they ended up moving on with their lives and she doesn't know what happened with him but she remembers this very fondly and i think that that is the same thing that probably happens with makoto and yeah chiaki because chiaki goes back to the future and there's there's no way that it will it reminded me of um before sunset is that the one? Yeah, yeah, before sunrise. Before sunrise, thank you. They and at you know, it's like it's very let's meet back here in one year. And you're like, do they ever? Would they do that? Yeah. And the do movie you think ends. They, do you think they'll meet each other again? Yeah. And it's like probably not, you know? 
Can I tell a, a small story? Yeah. When I was uh, living in Italy, I had a crush. I was in sixth grade, and I had a crush on this guy, and I never told him because I was a sixth grader. Remember, I'm a sixth grader. <laughs> Imagine yeah. sixth grade Julie. I think I ever told Popular. anyone I had a crush. <laughs> and he... I was at like a military school, so people cycled out every like two or three years. Yeah. Sometimes every year. And I can't remember if I was leaving or if he was leaving, but there was these buses and I said goodbye to him and I was like, Ah I didn't do it. Like I didn't tell him. Yeah. And I like ran through the buses trying to find his bus and I like got on he I like was like get <laughs> and he came down off the bus and I think I kissed him on the cheek or something. Aww. I know. Wow. But that was it. That was that was it. Man. Never spoke to him again. It's very it's very poetic. I don't I don't think I uh I don't think he ended up uh to be somebody I would want to be with. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. Fair. But it was very that. It was very like yeah. this is like a little a little romance from my childhood or whatever, from my teen years. I feel like that show Felicity almost starts at like the end of that kind of movie. Right. Where like she's this girl who has like this huge crush on this guy and then finds out at like the very end that he felt the same way. Yeah. But then she decides to follow him to New York. But it's very sad, right? Like, yeah. this feeling of, like, it's this sort of, like, it's not like I'm going to cry now, sad. It's this, like, it's unrequited the fleeting love. nature of, of, like, your teen years, I guess. Yeah. That these kind of, like, little things that happen to you around that time, like, they they're, they never really go. Like, it's very rare for, for, like, a high school romance to work out to blossom not to say it never does but yeah no i mean i remember it's it's uh yeah sometimes like things happen and people move away and that's it right no i mean there's um i think there was like a girl who like kind of uh confess feelings to me like right before i was leaving to exactly go to brooklyn yeah um, and it's like like man yeah it's it's literally like oh like even if even if you had feelings for her too it was like okay yeah like i'm like glad we can both acknowledge that we had this yeah but now i'm you know oh i maybe maybe i'll meet you back here over summer break but then you don't go home for summer break you know totally stuff like that where it's just it's just so not meant to be yeah i mean it doesn't change the fact that maybe you had you had feelings feelings at that moment yeah 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 i mean in in this movie it's like you know it doesn't get bogged down in the like practicalities or mechanics of the time travel but it's like if he's in i mean granted i think it's maybe like 50 years in the future but even that it's like you know she's gonna be 60 when she sees him like there's just no way that yeah like even at that point it's like ugh. it's like uh it's like the captain america it's like captain america seeing uh 
Exactly. His, his girlfriend on her deathbed when he gets unfrozen. Or, or you know, maybe she dies when she's 30 and then yeah. she never sees him again. I'm also thinking, so I'm thinking that he doesn't, she, she jumps back in time to before it all started, right? And certain things had to happen for him to ask her out on the bike ride. Yeah. And I think that because because she kind of like still interfered with her other friend meeting up with the shy girl so that they could still kind of maybe develop something. Yeah. At least a friendship. Uh, it never led to her getting on the bike with Chiaki. Right. So like I think w- when they're like sitting there sort of hashing out the whole I know you're from the future thing <laughs> at the end of the movie, it's like he hasn't come to terms with his feelings for her yet. Yeah, definitely. So of course he doesn't stay because he hasn't gotten I mean maybe he hasn't, he hasn't maybe spent it was just time. maybe it was just one more day and he would have been like I'm going to stay. I'm going to date this girl and see what happens. Yeah. But they don't get to that point. It is It is crazy how, like, a day can make you be like, man, yeah, it's like you have one experience or, like, one day out with someone and that's how, like, you or know. Or just, like, one conversation that happens that make, makes you think, like, well, what about me, you know? Yeah. Yeah. You know, something I've, I've uh, kind of been thinking about is – and this is like, I guess more, uh, structural and not necessarily like to this movie specifically, but like, I feel like, I feel like American media is so like so many movies are, are built around characters like kissing for the first time. Mm. Whereas like, I feel like a lot of anime it's, it's more about like an embrace or like a hug rather than like a kiss. Mm. I don't know. I found, I found that interesting in this one. Like they don't ever, they don't kiss at the end. But they they just have a very uh, romantic hug. Yeah, there's theories that Chiaki is a con artist. <laughs> <laughs> I I don't I don't like uh. I feel You're like bringing too much to it, right? I feel like fan theories that uh the end result is like cheapening the overall yeah story. Agree. It's like what the fuck are you like? How does that help? You know, how does that like make you feel about the whole thing? It's like uh, actually, the Matrix didn't happen. Neo is actually in a coma. Yeah, and he's on his deathbed, and this is just what he's imagining. He, oh God! It's yeah. like okay, cool. Like what the fuck? Like that doesn't. Well, it doesn't make me feel good at all. It's like it doesn't. It it, it the narrative doesn't go anywhere. Then right, exactly. He's dead. <laughs> None of it happened. Great. Yeah. It's like what's it's just it's just this thing that like he never intended to date her or he, you know. How many how many people you think came up to Miyazaki and were like, yeah, I mean, I know it, I know Totoro is really about. It's about you know him being a demon. Well, no, uh, isn't Totoro the whole thing that they're they, they're both dead? The yeah. girls are both dead. He's. I'm, I'm, He'd be like, no. He's like fuck off. If that was the story, I would have put it in the story. I love the story okay? of. Uh, Miyazaki doing like a group interview and, and, and saying how like Totoro is like an evil creature. Yeah. And then the one person being like, what? He doesn't have fangs though. He has like, those are like teeth of a vegetarian yeah. animal. And he's like, hmm, good point. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
I don't know. What's Totoro up to? I don't think he's... Uh, <laughs> what is Totoro up to right now? He's probably sleeping. Yeah. I, I don't think he's a con artist. I think I think you're right in that he hadn't come to terms with this. Like, she had gone back to before mm-hmm. that to happen. Yeah, she... So the whole catalyst for, for him asking her out was the shy girl asking the other friend out and him turning her down turning her down yeah and then her being mad that he turned her down right and then that's when they have this whole conversation after after they throw the baseball around yeah a lot of baseball i really like the way this movie looked i think um i think Hasoda's style is very understated yeah but but like very kind of dreamy almost. And I think it's, I think it's also a little bit of uh, madhouse, the production company also, because next week uh, I want to give it away, but <laughs> madhouse has involvement in what we're going to watch next week. Oh, um, just a hint. And, 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 and the thing I'm thinking about, it has a very similar look to this. Right. Um, but like, I was very struck by just all these moments of, where they would just kind of let things kind of hang and just show, you know, scenery and sort of things happening in slow motion or just like as they are. Mm-hmm. Just like these snapshots of like, you know, because like when I think back like to high school and stuff, I do have like all these like weird, like I just these sort of like inconsequential snapshots of like, you know what what a building looked like on like a good day with a friend or Hmm. you know waiting at the bus stop with a couple of my friends and like how it was foggy and then it like got sunny and just Mm. like all these like all these little things that aren't necessarily like important to like the overall memory but still color it right which i think is what soda's maybe angling for in some way yeah i feel like soda initially you would st- if if i if i was judging this without knowing anything i'd be like oh the animation's so simple but it's not really i mean it's like there there are uh i feel like when she's going into the the time world oh, well yeah that's that's like him being like uh, uh, he's like actually if i wanted to i could do something really fucking complex yeah but even like her bedroom or like the scenery oh, yeah. of the bridge and yeah. And the scenery around town, it's like, yeah, maybe the characters aren't like super rendered or anything, but it's more just like stylistic than It's a vibe. than anything else. It's just like a vibe. It's not like lazy or simplified. Like we've watched animation that's lazy and simplified. This is just <laughs> yeah. how he draws characters, you know. Yeah, it's just it's just how he draws characters and I I think it really does color the overall mood of the anime because there there are a couple see like when when chiaki and makoto have like their final encounter slash conversation at the end and she's like looking at like the sunset and the Mm. airplane going by like that's a very like beautiful moment Mm -hmm. you know so it's like it's it's very clear that like he can kind of capture all these moments but you know it's uh i mean it, it was just really beautiful and i i think um i think he's really this he's really good at capturing just like a blue sky. I feel like there's a lot of sky in his movies. I can see it. 
How do you feel about fate? <laughs> Just as like a general concept or yeah, like think, predetermined do you, fate? Do you think fate is real? Uh, I think this movie played on the idea that some things are just fated. Um, I don't know. I don't, I don't, I guess I like never. You're grappling with it right now. I kind of am. <laughs> it's, it's not something I really think about John too often. Turning. I think, um, I think there's something kind of cosmically that's pulling us through different experiences, but there's also just like. There's just so many tragic things that it's hard to, it's hard to really be like, why the fuck did like someone get like murdered? You know what I mean? Sure. Like, I think. These like senseless things. So it's, you know, I think on, on one hand I can, I can kind of look at my own life with like tunnel vision and be like, oh yeah, this led to this and like this chance encounter, you know, all these things like led to whatever. And like, yeah, I was fated to be like where I am right now. But at mm. the same time, it's like, you know, I don't think I'm that special <laughs> in the grand scheme of things Fair enough. to where like all these things would come together for me. And then like, I don't know, like a eight year old boy gets like murdered in London. Right. Right. You know, I think, uh, well, I don't not really to get like, not to get like <laughs> not, grim or whatever. No, You're right. I mean, it's like, I think we can be really self-centered when talking about fate, but like you are literally giving the argument as like, well, then that means that these like horrible things were meant to happen. Yeah. So what does that mean? Yeah. I mean, whereas like, maybe that that is fate, you know, in some way, but it's just, that's harder to wrap your head around. It's, it's hard. It's harder to wrap my head around. Like why such senseless and, and sad things would happen like that. Yeah. I do think in this movie he is sort of arguing that fate is real though. It's it's sort of like a, a both sides thing almost where it's like he kind of toys with it this idea that like you know these moments are meant to happen and then you know at the end it's like she still like pushes she still like affects things and things are like okay. Yeah. You know she she she's able to get uh Kosuke and like the shy girl to get together via inviting them to play baseball with them you know so they they do have like an encounter and they are seemingly you know uh interested in each other interested in each other and pursuing it and stuff yeah i like the way that even galleon the 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 final movie kind of talks about like fate Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. um i think yeah i think this movie is interested in fate i just think no matter what what she did uh chiaki was going to express like interest in her at some point yeah or she would have to come she would have to grapple with how she feels about him and it was also like he was always going to leave it's just in what way in what manner yeah like it's not like they were fated to end up together. If anything, they, he was fated to go back to his original timeline. <laughs> they were fated to express interest in each other and then yeah, for it not to work or for things to I just like dissipate. the I just like the idea of like no matter how many times you do it, there's always going to be some detail that has to remain the same for the for, yeah. for things to proceed. Like you're never going to truly be able to avoid things that are like fated. Yeah. Or at least that's how I think this movie is portraying it, which I which is interesting. Those are the time travel movies that break my heart. 
Yeah. No matter it's, no matter how many times they weren't meant to end up together. Yeah. Except in Groundhog Day, where it it actually kind of earns that yeah. uh, the final part. That's yeah. like that's like the other side of the coin. Like you have to get to the thing that you're yeah you're fated for. Man, now I'm really I'm really thinking about fate and like a, <laughs> it's an interesting concept. What do you do? Do you think fate's real? I don't know. I don't think is that it's, a fair answer. <laughs> I don't. I don't think it's like a bad thing to think it's real either. Like I think it's. I don't think it's like I've got a predestined route or whatever. Right. Uh, I think. Were we fated I, to meet I each feel, other? I feel more like. Uh, yeah. yeah. Right. I just think that so many very specific things happen in both of our lives that led us to this one place. Yeah. So that feels very like fated. Um, yeah. I don't. I don't so much think that like where we don't have like choice and stuff it's like it's more like you're playing a uh you're playing or you're reading those uh choose your own adventure books <laughs> yeah <laughs> where it's like y- these are the two choices and these two choices you either do it or you don't or you you go or you stay but those are the things that that put you onto this path so i guess i don't believe in fate i don't know it's hard to say it's hard it, it is hard to say i mean it's it's uh I think it's a good way to be able to also like process traumatic things happening. Like I think if a traumatic thing happens to you and your way of processing it is, is like, okay, this thing had to happen to me so I can grow or right. So the next thing can happen or whatever, just because it's like to move forward. I mean, I think like the, like, I think I would rather believe in fate than like the complete opposite, which is like total nihilism. Right. Like nothing matters. Like this is all like bullshit we're all going to die anyway, et cetera. Right. So like, I, I definitely don't, I, I guess I'm, I'm more on the fate side than I'm like, I don't, I don't know if those two things are like an exact scale, but like, I'm probably, mm. I don't know. It, I think, I think people are shocked at how uh, like non nihilistic I am about stuff. <laughs> hey man, there are some forces at play. I think, I think people really expect me to be like, uh, life, life is meaningless, like kind of guy. But like, I really, when you die, you die. <laughs> I really, uh, I don't know. I think it's, it's not, it's not that cut and dry. I think it's a, I think it's a, a waste. <laughs> I'm like, I'm like, uh, I'm like an nth level cynicist where it's like, mm-hmm. I think it's pointless to be cynicist, like mm-hmm. cynical about shit. Cause you're only hurting yourself or you're only, you're only denying, you're only depriving questions. <laughs> you're only depriving yourself of like positivity or happiness. I think Ooh. when you get to a certain point. And yeah, that's like, a good point, actually. And I mean, like, I think there's certain mechanisms in our, about it that way. psychologically where, like, your brain tries to make you deprive yourself of things via trauma or whatever, right. which is its own thing. But, like, I don't know. I think I, I hope I, I hope people opt for uh, trying to create as many positive uh things in their life because i think everything you kind of put out there revolves around like it it comes back in some some way yeah i almost i almost believe more in karma than i do in fate maybe that like that what that you you have free will free choice but like the things that you do will yeah will have to level out in some way i i I think so And, and even just in the sense of uh not even like on a morality thing, but like, I think like, you know, 
I, I I'm sure I don't think I was like helping myself in high school mm-hmm. via like I was depressed and so I, I listened to depressing music and didn't want to make friends and it said like it, it just kind of it's like a downward spiral in that sense as opposed to like trying to I mean it's like you know and I, I don't think I I think there are a lot of forces at play preventing me from doing so mm-hmm. as a as a teenager and preventing mm-hmm. me from really seeing like the that's lo- the fate aspect. Yeah, it's that's like, the fate it's like aspect. your environment and the people around you and the things you were exposed to, like yeah, shaped shaped your choices in a small way. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I uh, was I was I fated to get that uh, that informational book on Pratt Institute and for like. Yeah, how did that happen? I, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> and like my who put your book, who put your name in the goblet of fire? <laughs> yeah, like my, you know, where I was, uh, where I was sort of, uh, I was just like, well, I'm just gonna go to community college and transfer into state school with an English degree. Like I was, you had no idea. I was, I was totally resigned to like this thing, and then, you know, somehow I, I get a, a an informational a huge informational book on Pratt and being like, fuck, <laughs> they have a writing program. I wonder if somebody got that for you, like in your life. <laughs> I really, I, I wonder. Like I mean, signed you up. <laughs> if it was like a... Either a teacher or a family member or... or like a guidance counselor a guidance or something. guidance counselor. Because <laughs> that was... It was like, John has potential. That was like the only <laughs> thing I got, you know? Like I remember feeling really... I think like... I think like Michelle got like a fucking flag from like University of Chicago or some shit right, right. and being like, fuck you. <laughs> like, like, cause like, you know, my grades Nobody were, wants me. Like, yeah, my grades were bad and I was like, no one fucking wants me in their, mm. their school. So I, I remember feeling like really awful about it and right. You know, and, and it, it, I was getting like university of like, uh, Montana. Right. And, like a, a Notre Dame offshoot. Right, right. So it was just uh it was just all these things that were and then I got the Pratt one and I was like, man, let's, like, let's okay. see if we can do it. <laughs> yeah. I love it. It's just crazy. It's just like crazy crazy stuff. Yeah. Unexplained. I, I think I don't know. I, I think there are uh If you're rolling your eyes at this, just just stop it. Just stop. It's just you know, I think Look in um, the mirror. <laughs> I always just think like in like trying to trying to fit like figure out like cosmic forces or God or whatever the afterlife. I think it's just you know there's just no way like there's no way that I have the per- like the perceptual ability to understand any of it. Right. Yeah. I don't think any of us do. Now you're talking about faith. <laughs> yeah. Anyways, why do you think people? <laughs> Leapt through time. Why do you think people like the girl who leapt through time? Um, because she's nice. What a nice gal. <laughs> uh, what a what a nice girl. No, it was a it was a very. <sighs> it was a fun one. It was a fun one. Like I don't, I I don't want I want to say it's tr- I I would like to say it's charming, hmm. but I hope that doesn't sound like patronizing. No, it was fun. It was fun. It was enjoyable. It was. A time travel movie that did not feel convoluted. I think I liked this the best out of all of his movies so far. Really? Huh. Yeah. I think I liked Wolf Children a little better. Mm, okay. I would <laughs> I would put this above Mariah, though. For sure. No, Wolf Children was good. Oh, I, I really... I, I, liked, uh, I liked Mariah in a way that I think most people didn't. Mm. Yeah. 
our, they're, they're our, all good. Our lowest listened to episode. I know. Well, no one knew what the no, hell it was. No, probably nobody's seen it. Yeah. I don't think it got a lot of views, to be honest. Um, but it's a it's a really good movie with uh, it 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 doesn't like hit you over the head with like questions or you know philosophy or anything but it, you know just it, it kind of breadcrumbs everything through in a in an, in an interesting way that she's also a really likable character yeah totally and is is you know not to bring up likability but but it's it's a f- all the characters you they have good personalities that create interesting tension and story yeah and they, they seem like whole people i was really like this like her you were like I see a lot of myself in, in waking her. up late. No, I wasn't stuff. waking up late so much, but it was very like I don't know. It's hard to explain. Almost dying in in the tub. Yeah, slipping into the tub on accident, being clumsy. Yeah. She was giving um, what's like the angry, angry anime girl? Sundere. She was doing a little Sundere, light Sundere, not a, not annoying Sundere. Yeah. She was like, I don't like boys. <laughs> who's the, who's the most Sundere? I guess Oscar, right? I guess. Oscar's I mean, I'm sure there's some like Love Hina type characters. Oh yeah, I mean everyone in Love Hina is like a Sundere. Ugh. What? A, yeah, I mean, it, if you take it to a, an annoying level, then it's annoying. Yeah. Obviously. Sundere characters are often. Like red-haired or blonde-haired. Yeah. Uh, it's like a trope. Yeah. I guess. I guess Asuka. Is, it's like the whole point is it's like a parody of it. Hmm. Or it's like going so far. But uh, she's not like she's more like Sailor Moon, with like some Sundari vibes, and she's youthful, super youthful thinking she can just do whatever yeah she's focused on having a good time not a long time <laughs> i mean yeah low hey, key. time what is this what's it uh time will catch up with you or there's uh, what's the quote <laughs> that's on the even, chalkboard i don't remember uh time waits for no man yeah, or time something? waits for no one yeah time waits for no one which is a good a good uh, reoccurring yeah theme I just like the idea that time time is lin- like kind of like uh, linear in a way, where you can just sort of like drop in on different points on the line. Yeah. Not everybody believes that time is linear, but whatever. Linear enough. Linear. In this, it's it's a hundred percent linear. I think. Yeah. Man. I thought it was a good movie too. <laughs> yeah, I liked it. You know. You you didn't ask me. Oh, why do you think people like the girl <laughs> I'm trying to bait you to ask me. You always like ask me first and so I never have the opportunity to ask you and you always I ask Oh, I always interrupt. Well, cuz I'm always listen, I'm always down to like keep yammering on. I know. But then you're like oh, I'm, running out, I'm running out of things to say. I feel like I've made my points, you know. We could keep talking about, you know. Do you have any other uh experiences that felt like fate? <laughs> meeting julie in a positive way meeting meeting you i guess so my my darling there's there's been little things i listened to a podcast earlier uh where it was a a husband a husband and fiance podcast and they were just like 
arguing the whole time. Oh God! I hope I hope this podcast never comes across like that. I don't think we really. Um, I don't. I don't think we disagree on too many things. Like I hope. I hope it's never. I hope this podcast isn't isn't like. Oh look, they're they're working out their relationship issues in a podcast <laughs> form. Because that podcast uh, was was like them. It was Disney related, and it was them like arguing about how many days they're staying and stuff. Oh no! So it was like actual like, you know. Maybe it creeps out when we talk about like merch or schedule or something. Yeah. <laughs> that we've got different ideas, but we always work it out. We and always. I would say John and I have good communication skills. Pretty yeah. Especially now. What? Thanks to the podcast. <laughs> what's a what's a faded occurrence in your life? Do you feel? Uh, I don't know. I mean, uh, I'm hesitant to say this, but the pandemic, maybe. Mm. Yeah, because you. There were there were a lot of things that uh, <laughs> fell out of place to fall back into place for me, job wise. Right. And I'm trying to I'm trying to go back. I mean, we're we're not that old. <laughs> Yeah. I'm sure there will be other things in the future. I feel like whenever you have to like move or I, I it's, it's usually around like large life events that feel like or world events where like things change. Yeah. I would agree. I have nothing else to say. I have nothing to say to you people. I have nothing else to say, so Follow us on Instagram at Why Do People Like Anime. Yep. Uh, shoot us an e- like an email if you would Send be so nice inclined to Why Do People Like Anime at gmail.com. And, uh, do you remember emails? Yeah, I do. It's like sending a letter. I would I would like to answer questions. I like I like talking to people. I know that we're cool and we seem closed off to the world. But <laughs> you can message us on Instagram. Yeah, that's I'm, true. I'm open to it. Yeah, me too. All Listen, right. if you want to contact John, send an email. If you want to contact me, message us on Instagram. Yeah. All right. Uh, if you want to contact both of us, our address is uh, uh, 367. See you later. Drive safe. Drive safe lane. <laughs> <laughs>